You're listening to the We Believe Podcast, a ministry of Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas. Today we do our best to address this question. As a Christian and a member of a local New Testament church, what is my role when it comes to missions? So let's jump right in. like to answer the question with really four things that you can do as a Christian to support the work of missions around the world. And the first area that any one of us can do when it comes to the area of missions work is we can pray. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, prayer is probably the single most important uh, aspect of of missions, really anything in a Christian's life. Um, But I think we underestimate the power of prayer. Yeah. Uh, Essentially, you have uh, oftentimes a young man or a young woman who's leaving everything that they know behind that's that's normal to them and going to a foreign country that they that they have to learn the customs and the cultures there and 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 the people there and they have uh, so much learning to do and and really I don't think we could do that on our own and that's why prayer is so important uh, we have many missionaries visit our church and after talking with many of them uh, I think I could say this confidently that the number one thing they can all say that they absolutely need without a doubt is prayer. And that's such an important thing. Uh, maybe we can't give in certain areas uh, financially or whatever the case may be, but we can all pray for our missionaries. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. They're, they're going into the unknown. And so they can't go in that alone. They need to know that uh, somebody back here is praying for them. Uh, that we care about them, that we care about souls being saved right. uh, all around the world. And so uh, prayer is one of those things we don't do enough of, but I believe it's probably the, the most important uh, part of a, of a Christian's walk with God. And really, uh, in the area of missions, I don't think anything can be done without prayer and going to God in that. Yeah, and I think it's fitting that we brought up prayer first. You know, I've heard it said uh, many times in different areas of life, you know, you've heard that term, the great equalizer, whether you're talking about sports. Uh, I, I like to watch the Masters. It's a golf tournament, and there's there's other golf tournaments throughout the year that they say, you know, that course is just the great equalizer. It's going to separate who's the greatest golfers, you know, versus the ones that are uh, maybe never going to get to that greatness level just because of the challenge that's up there. I am highly persuaded that in the spiritual battle of life, that prayer it isn't necessarily the great equalizer, but it's the great conqueror. Sure. Prayer can accomplish great and mighty things. And because it's through prayer and communion with the Holy Spirit, we have access to the one who does conquer all. So you ask, what can I do uh, to support the work of missions? Um, well, friends, you can pray for missionaries, Absolutely. like Brother Mark said. Yeah. So the second area then um, after prayer is you can give. Missionaries that we support are able to perform their missionary work and and their duties by the giving of local churches, by the members, and primarily in America or in in Western countries. God uses the faithful giving of the members of local churches to grow his work right throughout the world. And I would say that the United States of America um, has just produced this abundance um, 
we've been blessed, right? It's lifted the world out of what was known as just abject poverty for centuries. I don't think we truly understand just how blessed we are in this country, Brother Mark. I really don't. And, uh, you know, we've talked about giving before. Uh, It isn't always just a financial discussion, uh, but we have to understand that missionaries do have monetary needs. And to me, it's a privilege that God allows us to participate in that. And, uh, and by the way, uh, because of those that we do support in prayer and giving, um, God says that that's added to our account as well. There's scripture in the Bible that talks about laying up your treasures in heaven where moth and dust don't corrupt and seeking first the kingdom of God in Matthew 6, 33. Uh, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Missions is another one of those areas our pastor has a, a deep love and heart for missions the previous pastor had as well and it's and it's caused us as as a church to also have that love and that passion to help spread that gospel message throughout the world so uh, giving is another one of those areas now certainly again i'm not just talking about financially but we need to, we do need to address that because that is how god supports the missionaries that do go out right yes absolutely uh it's always amazing to me every year we get the opportunity to fellowship with more missionaries um, as they get ready. Uh, deputation, they're collecting money. Obviously, that's an important uh, part of it, right? They, they need that, and God blesses in that. It's always amazing to me when we pray about what God would, would have us to give in the area of missions. Yeah. And every year, uh, I see the need more and more. And yes, that's, that's given to our account, and that's an amazing blessing um, for us, but it's, it's more rewarding knowing that there are people willing to go because uh, and we'll talk about this later, but God hasn't called me specifically to go. Uh, I, I believe God calls a special man and a special woman to go over there. It takes a, a, a lot of dedication, and uh, the financial part of it is a lot bigger than we realize. They need that. They need to be able to take care of their own needs, but more than that, it's furthering the gospel so that people can hear. That's ultimately what it, what it all comes down to. We want people to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And yes, the, the financial aspect is, is very important, but there are other ways we can give as well. Right. Third, as a member of a New Testament church, uh, we can learn more about missions and we can teach as well. And uh, obviously the Bible, especially in the New Testament, talks about missions a lot. I mean, look at Jesus Christ. His whole ministry was essentially going out and telling people um, about him and his kingdom and about his heavenly father. And then uh, one of the greatest missionaries in the Bible, uh, the Apostle Paul, and uh, I've been studying through uh, 1 Thessalonians and, and just the impact that he had on that city of Thessalonica mm-hmm. and the church that they grew and the, the impact that it had on Macedonia. And that's, that's ultimately what missions is all about. So they're going over there and they're not just telling people about Jesus Christ, but they're planting churches in hopes that uh, people in that country will grow and take over those churches and spread and spread and spread. And it's, it's an amazing thing to see when you see it in the Bible. Uh, really, the missionaries back then, the obstacles and the persecution that they faced. I mean, Paul went through what was it? Three shipwrecks. Yep. Uh, and God still used him in an amazing way. And and um, 
he, he still worked. You know, back then they didn't really have uh, the sending of funds kind of like we do. It's not like he went around on deputation and collected funds. And, right. and you know, back then it was, I, I would imagine, quite a bit more challenging, uh, you know, the mode of transportation and whatnot. And it's just amazing when you study through your Bible and you see uh, how God used the Apostle Paul and how he reached and impacted these many cities. And it just, it spread we get to be a part of that in prayer and giving, and we get to learn about uh, the needs that other countries have and how we can better reach them, and, and that furthers the gospel of, of Jesus Christ. And it's just uh, an amazing example that we have uh, from past missionaries, and I'm sure uh, you could tell us about some as well, Brother James. I know that you've mentioned some in the past. Yeah, when we think of missionaries today, obviously, there's some, some great names, William Carey, um, Hudson Taylor, he spent 51 years in China. Amy Wilson Carmichael, um, just amazing story. Look up her story. She's in India for 55 years. Uh, just unbelievable. When you just think about the th- term missions, as far as missionaries are concerned, none of us would be here, be saved, have have, have had any chance to hear the gospel if it wasn't for those early missions. Yep. The early missions and missionaries came out of Jerusalem. It's so interesting, full circle, when you think about how blessed we are in America. A lot of the early uh, missionaries that went overseas into Asia came out of uh, England, Scotland, Ireland, you know, primarily English-speaking countries. One missionary in particular that I uh, that I kind of was studying a little bit is David Livingstone. He was, uh, he was an Englishman, and uh, in the mid-1800s, his wife, Mary, was the daughter of another great missionary, uh, Robert Moffat. He was, a, he was a Scotsman. David Livingstone, by the way, and his wife were missionaries in Africa. And he, he would come back to England, and he, just was, he was so revered by the community. They called him a great a physician as well and a missionary. And so he, even though he had those skill sets, his greatest tool— that he had in his bag, if you will, was the gospel. The gospel was what gave him the power, gave him the courage. Uh, the, the gospel was, was everything. It was the power of God and the Holy Spirit giving him the ability to, to do his work and to face the trials that, that they went through. Just an amazing story. And so now, you know, again, you, you think about the early missions, uh, the Apostle Paul you mentioned, and uh, if it wasn't for people like him, we wouldn't have the opportunity now, you know, again, full circle to be involved in that, in that same endeavor, supporting people that are going out to these other parts of the world. And that really brings us, I think, to kind of the last area. What can I do when it comes to the area of missions? Well, if, it, if it's God's will, you could go. Certainly the first three we can all do. We can all pray. Uh, we can all give. And then, of course, you know, you can learn. You can, you can go and you can study some, some of these missionaries. A lot of them have written books. Uh, we can teach our, our kids about what missions is all about and, you know, in Sunday schools and, and at home. And God may be working in the hearts of some young people, uh, and, he may, and he may call them. And maybe not even young people. It could be older people. Like us, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, some people are looking at me and you, and they're saying, "You guys aren't old." Um, and so, but but certainly, I think we all uh, at least ought to be open to the fact that God could call us 
and uh, and use us in that way. Yeah, as I get closer to God and, and I think of this area of missions more, I get excited about knowing that one day uh, I'll get to meet the people that are being saved for the time that we spend in prayer and giving financially, giving of our time in the area of missions. Uh, and that's all added to our account. But how great is it going to be when we're in heaven and we get to see those people that were impacted? Yeah. You know, not not just by the missionaries, but but yeah, by the time that we spend in prayer, that's, that's an exciting thing. It's definitely uh, something that I, that I believe uh, as a church we need to be burdened about more. Really, it's it's what we're all about in a nutshell. Yeah. You know, giving the gospel uh, to every creature. And that's something that as a new Christian, I really didn't understand fully. And I think there's still a lot of it I don't understand. It's it, every, every year we, we meet a new missionary and they tell a new story or a new hurdle that they have to face, especially with this whole COVID thing that's unfolding yeah. and, and everything that they've had to face. I mean, when you see those videos that some of these missionaries play, yeah. and, and of course, uh, Brother Mark and I have recently, like I said, we've had people come in and visit the church and whether it's Brazil or other parts of South America, or these these former Soviet bloc countries, uh, even even Ireland and all I mean, you know, beautiful countries, but in many cases these these places, if they were somewhere in the United States, you just wouldn't recognize it. Yeah, you know, just to really grasp and understand the differences of what people's lives will be like when they're in these countries. I mean, we have a missionary who. They are in the jungle, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. they're you know they go to these villages that you. I mean, you talk about they don't have running water, they don't have electricity. I mean, it's 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 just a world away from um, what we're used to, and these people go, and there, there's no rhyme or reason to why somebody would logically do that, other than the fact that they love God, absolutely, uh, yeah. because it's just. You can't put this your logical thinking cap on and say, why would any sane person go out right, into a country yep, like that? Yep. But again, it's because they love God and they love people. And they see people like our pastor tells us, that when you see somebody on the, on the street corner or at a grocery store or wherever you might be, remember that that's a soul. And missions is all about winning souls. Yep, that's it. I, I wanted to read this um, to the listeners here, this was something I, I mentioned that uh, I was reading up on David Livingstone. This was an address that he made at Cambridge University on one of his trips back. And he said, If you knew the satisfaction of performing a duty as well as the gratitude to God, which the missionary must always feel in being chosen for so noble and sacred a calling, you would have no hesitation in embracing it. For my own part, I have never ceased to rejoice that God has appointed me to such an office. People talk of the sacrifice I have made in spending so much of my life in Africa. Can that be called a sacrifice which is simply paid back as a small part of a great debt owing to our God, which we can never repay? Anxiety, sickness, suffering, or danger now and then, with a foregoing of the common conveniences and charities of this life, may make us pause and cause the spirit to waver and the soul to sink. But let this only be for a moment. All these are nothing when compared with the glory which shall hereafter be revealed in and for us. I never made a sacrifice. Of this we ought not to talk when we remember the great sacrifice which he made, who left his father's throne on high to give himself for us. 
Wow. I mean, what's amazing to me is just some of the ways that they express their service for, for God. They, they always do it in this reverence, like that they just, they weren't even worthy for, to, for doing the service that they were doing. It wasn't sacrifice. And yet there's some Sunday mornings, Brother Mark, where I get up and I'm just like, eh, I don't know if I really feel like getting dressed this morning. I just, I mean, really? <laughs> you know? I mean, talk about conviction, man. It's just, it yeah. hits you, you know? Yeah, I think that, that only really, for me, solidifies the need for prayer. Uh, you know, sure. if we can't go over there with them, at least we can pray for them. Uh, we can't go over there and witness to the people that they're witnessing. At least we can help in giving. And, and we look at it as this big thing. Well, I'm giving up my time and prayer and money, but it's so small in comparison to the big mm-hmm. picture. And, and that just solidifies it for me. And that is, uh, yes, very convicting. Yeah, I, I guess the last thing really is, what about just being a, a missionary in your own local field? Yeah. We have times as a church that we corporately get together on a weekly basis, and we go out as a group. We had 50-some-odd people on Saturday. It was an amazing group of people that, that we went out in the city here in a local neighborhood and knocking on doors, spreading the gospel, certainly inviting people to church. But the number one thing there is to get the, the word of the gospel out. You know, we have a city of 300,000 people. We, you're going to run into somebody that you may not ever see again. Yeah. And it's important for us to remember that that some of the people in the Bible that the Bible maybe just mentioned one time are just maybe someone who found out that, that, hey, that's Jesus Christ, and they went and told somebody. Was their brother or their friend or, hey, I found him. You know, it's, it's, it's the one that you know, the prophets talked about. It's him. It's really him. Um, and I think that all of us can at least do that. We can at least tell somebody, hey, this is Jesus Christ, and he saved me, and he's really changed my life. And if nothing else, I, maybe my life can be a testimony to that. You want to wrap it up? No, that's fine. Just that was still still thinking about that letter or the uh, the oh yeah piece that you read. That was good. Well, we thank you guys for joining us today. We hope that you learned a little bit more about missions, hope that you are challenged in this area, and, and really those four, four things that we can do, again, prayer being vitally important, giving of our finances, of our, of our time, and then uh, learning more about missionaries and teaching other people about Jesus. And then ultimately, if you're feeling that call, uh, if God's leading you in that way, uh, I would challenge you not to uh, hesitate in that, but to yield to the Holy Spirit. And uh, again, if we can be of help in any way, there will be a link in the description. And we would also invite you to join us for service uh, Sunday and Wednesday at Heritage Baptist Church. Uh, We love you and thank you for listening.